hello hello and welcome everybody it's so good to see you i know it's been some time tanya was afflicted i was afflicted but we're back we're back yes we are back i'm raquel and joining me today is the one and the only the right reverend tanya our spencer all right oh oh all right all right. All right. Good evening. Good evening. It is so good to be back in in the house, back here to have some great discussion tonight. Can't wait. Let us open with prayer. Glorious God, today we just thank you, O Lord, that you have brought us back stronger and better. Lord, I pray for those that are watching near and far, O oh God. May you continue to bestow blessings upon them and their families, O oh God, that you will let them know, O oh God, that you hear their prayers, O oh Lord, that you promise you will never leave nor forsake us. And so, Lord, we just thank you for this time that we can come and talk about your word, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that you're the same yesterday the same today you will be the same tomorrow oh god and that our relationships with you will deepen with each encounter that we have with you in the name of jesus amen i am turning it back over to raquel and there it is here i am welcome for those of you that are just joining us we are about to engage into our conversation on today where we'll be talking about it's time to wake up from luke chapter 12 verses 49 through 46. that is luke chapter 12 verses 49 through 46. let us prepare our hearts as we are about to have this engaging conversation in the word of the Lord. It says, I came to bring fire to the earth and how I wish you were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. And from now on, Five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three, and they will be divided. Father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. And he said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it's going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be a scorching heat and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The word of the Lord, again, coming from Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 56. Amen. Amen. And you know, the... This is not a cheerful message by any means. How, how are we supposed to take Jesus when he says that he has come to divide? And talking about this fire, which he is already thinking about kindling the earth. Remember that Jesus and his disciples were on their final journey to Jerusalem. 
And as Jesus moved closer and closer to his destination, his death, a sense of urgency must have been rising up in him. And there was so much his disciples still did not understand about the kingdom um, he had to been that he was born to rule. And they were still looking for a a Messiah that would be a military companion, someone who would bring Rome down in a great show of armed strength. They were looking for a king who would restore the throne of David. And they were not looking for a king reigning on the throne of heaven or a king who would be a servant or one who would be tortured and executed. They were not looking for that kind of king. And Daniel, when we look at this text, it must have been frustrating for Jesus because he's been teaching with stories and parables about the way to the kingdom of God and how it works, and they still didn't get it. And it it reminds me of our, our current cultural divide where we encounter extremely when we encounter this passage and from Luke and it it revels in division he said i came to bring fire to the earth i have come not to bring peace but division and if you're one of those people alienated from a parent or a sibling or a friend or 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 a political divide over differences you might feel like Jesus is talking about you. Father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, and so on. So Jesus, I believe at this point, his words are about our behavior um, and our agendas. And when we experience rejection, Pastor Tanya, we announce that the course of our righteousness um, encounters resistance. What are your thoughts? Agreed. Um, I was looking at uh, Romans. I was in Romans chapter 10. And, you know, at the, the last verse, of that chapter, it said, but regarding Israel, God said, all day long, I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. That can still go for, you know, the time that we're living in, like you said before, right now, um, each person, uh, everybody thinks they're right. Right, and Jesus, and it says it right here in the scripture. Um, this is uh, the message version. It says, "I've come to disrupt and confront, disrupt and confront," right. and that's where our division is coming from. Because you have today still, when the the word of God is is spoken, when it's read. You have those that believe, and you're going to have those who don't believe and um, want to start a fight, so to speak. And right? You, know, you, you speak on that so well, Tanya. Uh, you know, we try to wiggle out of Jesus's words, but isn't mm-hmm. it Jesus the one who told us to love our enemies, to do good to those who hate us? Do not, mm-hmm. does not Jesus bless the peacemakers in 
Matthew chapter 5, this divisive Jesus who sets the world um, scarcely resembles the Jesus of our popular piety. But an always nice Jesus requires that we ignore significant chunks of the gospel material. Jesus does bless those who endure persecution, for he says, blessed are you when people hate you. He instructs his disciples to shake the dust from their feet when they encounter rejection. Like it or not, honesty requires that we look at this, this difficult Jesus straight in the eyeballs. Oh, in the eyeballs. Mm. Straight in the eyeballs. Look him straight in the eyeballs. You know, Jesus is presenting to us an apocalypse. And we always think mm. of an apocalypse means the, the end of the world or destruction. But when you really look at the, the root of the word, it means to uncover or unveil or it's a revealing. So in the New Testament, the true apocalypse is not the end of the world. The true apocalypse is the person Jesus the Christ. Jesus is the apocalypse because he is the unveiling. He is revealing of things. First, he reveals what it means for God to be God. And second, he reveals what it means for us, for human to be human. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, so God is not a destructive force that we have to fear in, you know, that, you know, he's always going to, like, I think of it in uh, the terms of the whiz. Remember the, the great Oz, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. when um, um, Dorothy and the crew went before him and, you know, he was loud because, you know, he was, you didn't see him, but you heard his voice. Mm -hmm. You know, God is inviting us into the apocalypse of his love to reveal Jesus and mm -hmm. to reveal God the Father, not by violent, destructive fire, but by hope, love, generosity, and even pleasure. The, 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 the opposite of this is that we build these fires of hate and violence and divisiveness. What? Go ahead, go ahead, Rev. Go ahead, Rev. I'm sorry. We. That's all I got to say. That, that's all I got to say. Um, you know, Jesus makes a clear distinction between the way he brings peace and the way the world brings peace. God is, is calling us to, to spread the wildfire of love. And we have to do that by, guess what? Following him. And the great thing about Jesus is that he does not force us to do anything. He's only inviting us to live into the fire that spreads the hatred, the violence, the greed, the, the divisiveness. And if we do this apocalyptic warning, this revelation, it will, it, it is that we will bring the fire. Jesus revealed himself when in his death, his burial, and his resurrection, and he's asking us to carry 
the, the flame within us to bring peace, not like the world brings peace. And we have to make a clear distinction between um, the two, between Jesus's peace and the way the world brings peace. Jesus came to give us an alternate way to peace. Yes, to stand up for justice, uh, not to avoid conflict, but enter into conflict with truth. We just had a dinner with a friend who said, speak truth and love. We can be loving, we can be compassionate. And when we do, Jesus warns us that not everyone will accept the kingdom of God. Not everyone will accept us. In fact, many will reject it. He says here in the text, family members, friends, neighbors will be divided because why? We are talking about unveiling, revealing, fire. Your turn, Pastor T. Yeah, well, you know, anytime you're talking about the, when you talk about the cross, and that's what he's referring to here, you know, um, we have differing views, um, always have, will continue. Um, but what I, what I love about Jesus is that ultimately he wants us to be united in love. He wants us to focus on him because if you focus on the light, then you can't see the darkness, right? Can't hear you, Rev. Yes, correct. Yes. Right? And there's a lot going on in the world mm -hmm. and there's a lot of division um, for those that are in the world who don't know Jesus, who don't believe Jesus, but it's even more division um, in the church for those who call themselves Christian. We're on opposite ends of the spectrum of what it means to be a Christian, right? What it means to serve Jesus Christ. Um, there is a, a, a movement that's going across the, the U.S. right now with some people that are, are speaking some, um, what they feel is the truth. But it's filled with hate mm -hmm. um, that is continues to divide us mm -hmm. and have us focus on our differences. And Jesus is trying to tell us and remind us, focus on your commonalities. Mm. I'm your commonality. Mm -hmm. Focus on me and I'm going to lead you to where you should go. I'm going to lead you in the right direction. Don't listen to what they're saying on the left or the right, whatever. Keep your focus straight ahead on, on me. I'll never lead you wrong. Right? right? And we now we have people that are taking a little bit of that, adding whatever they want to add to it, and it's causing even more division. Because I can't say I love my brother and I love my sister, 
right here because they look like me, but the folks that don't look at me look like me physically, I hate them. Because if we had the heart of Christ and we love Jesus, then we should all look the same. And that is an important point, Pastor Tanya, what you just said. Because God's love spreads like a wildfire. Wildfire. And God's love has no boundaries. The Old Testament God is not bad. And the New Testament God is not good. God wants us to understand that his love is expansive and that it includes everyone. Even those outside of our religion, our political affiliations, mm-hmm. our families, our communities, and even those we call our enemies. There's enough love of God to, to be shared with all people. And if, if we call everybody, thank you. If we call ourselves Christians, then guess what? Just like when you take a, a, a fire and it, it becomes uncontrolled, if it's not controlled, it, it burns up everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I just believe in the power of God that His Word says, if two or three of us are gathered in His name. There am I in the midst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then what's going on? How come our communities are the way that they are? How come our churches are the way that they are? How come our nation is the way that it is? What are the two or three doing when they gather? And in whose name are they gathering in? Ooh, say it, say it, say that again. For the people in the back that didn't hear you. <laughs> You know, what are we what are we doing when we when we come together and fellowship, quote unquote, in the name of the Lord? I mean, is it tr- truly we we say this among one another, Tanya, that churches are exclusive to the people that occupy it? How come how come what? I mean I'm just saying, we serve this great big God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We say that he's able to do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Then how come, how come, how come? How come? I, you know, <laughs> the church is just so, I'm not trying to. Just say it, preacher. But the, but we, we, we should be demonstrating God's love and God's grace better than what we're doing. Absolutely. Me included. Yeah, me and you both. I, you know, right. this is this is not talking about us versus them. This is all of right. us. I, when, when I'm talking, I'm talking about me, you, and everybody else as well. Yeah. We, we yep. need to do better in, in sharing God's love or better communicating from God's heart. How's that? Because we communicate, I don't know what we're communicating, but we we communicate something. And and God is going to hold us accountable. He says that for those of us that are teachers, we have a higher accountability than 
than those who are not. Yes, yes. Um, I want to say that, <clears throat> you know, reading this, um, I'm reading the message translation. And, you know, so it gives a little bit different spin. And when he talks about when he turns to the crowd and he said, when you see a cloud coming in from the west, you say storms coming and you're right. And when the wind comes out of the south, you say this would be a hot one. And you're right. Frauds. You know how to tell change in the weather. So you don't tell me you can't tell a change in the season, the God season we're in right now. There's there's signs all the time. Every day. Every day that we're 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 one step closer to his return. Amen. Right? Amen. One step closer. And and the, the urgency of that is that we need to spread this love so that people Everybody can feel the love of Christ. It's not for me or you to hold on to. It's for us to share it with one another so we all can be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, Pastor Tina, when we wake up, when we wake up, guess what? This this whole blue versus red would not be an issue. This whole gay, lesbian, LGBTQ would not be an issue. Because guess what? We would be focusing on the individual person, knowing that they need to be included into the kingdom of God, just like everybody else. Right, me it, being a black woman, wouldn't be an issue for anybody. The color of my skin, black, brown, um, yellow, whatever. Right. It it wouldn't be an issue. Right. If we approached the gospel with a sense of urgency, like Jesus did in our narrative, mm -hmm. none of this would be an issue. Because you know what? We'd be working so hard. We'd be working harder than what we are to share the love of God with our families, our our co-workers, with our colleagues, with our community, with our, our cities, with our nation. And guess what? You know what? It will cause conflict with some people. Mm -hmm. But guess what? It wouldn't matter because I have this sense of urgency that I need to share the gospel. People need to hear that God loves them. You know, when we wake up, we would be able to stand up for God's all-inclusive love. Jesus said that it might burn some of us, but didn't it burn Dr. Martin Luther King? Didn't it burn Diedrich Bonhoeffer? Didn't it burn Corey Ten Boom? Didn't it burn? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it burn Billy Graham? <laughs> it did. At Catherine Coleman. At some point. Indeed. Indeed. And 
And when it really burns, right? When it really starts to burn you, there's a change. There's a change. Yes. Because some of the names that you mentioned, they have one way of thinking. When they, but when the, the spirit of Christ began to burn in their hearts, there was a change. They became different people with a, a different agenda. They became people with the agenda of Jesus. They began to love and wanting to share that love with other people. So nobody would be lost. Right. And that right? love comes from God. So everybody's absolutely what we're talking about. We're not talking about an emotional love. We're talking right. about agape love. God's love. God's God unconditional love. love. Yes. You know what? I want to just uh, paraphrase uh, Billy Joel. You know, we didn't start the fire. The fire has always been burning. So I pray that you would burn with the fire of the kingdom of God, that you would know, as Jesus warned, that division may come. And I pray that for all those that are at the sound of our voice may participate in the love of God that is for us and for all people. Pastor Tina, come on, put your stamp on this. Put my stamp on it. Well, was it Billy Joel or Billy Graham? Now, this was Billy Joel, the, the song. We, the, the song? Oh, okay. Yeah. Great, 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 great. So, <sighs> the analogy. If I committed a crime and I went to court and my mother was the judge and she said, I'm going to let you off because you're my daughter. She would be considered an unjust judge and everybody would be upset with her and they would want her off the bench. But if my mom wrote a check for the bail of whatever it is, $25,000, a lot of money, right? But she gave it to me and I in return took that to pay myself out of the debt and adhering to the law, she wouldn't get in trouble. I wouldn't be in trouble and people wouldn't have anything to say. And people would look at her as a loving mother who wanted to help her child. Think about Jesus. Think about, let's just think about the fact that he went to the cross to, to bear our, our sins, right? the ultimate price that he paid for us and all that he asks in return is for us to love one another. To love one another. He didn't ask us to, to, to go to the cross for him. Right? We didn't get beat, flogged and, and everything that he went through. He paid the price. And all we have to do is love one another from here, from the heart. That's it. Have good thoughts about each other and share the love. Pay it forward, right? That's what we're required to do. Why we make it so difficult, I don't know. But today, 
I'm, I'm begging an urgency to, to the word that we change this hate that's being spewed around and begin to love each other. Look at what we have in common. Our commonality is Jesus Christ. It's Jesus. It's love. Martin Luther King said, love overcomes hate, right? The light shines out the darkness. I just want us to, to remember that and truly take it to heart. It's with that that change will truly come. And take responsibility for our actions. That's the second part. That we have to be responsible for what we say and what we do. And if we hurt somebody, say I'm sorry and repent. Turn away from that whatever it is that, that, that you're doing that's separating you from, from God. That's keeping you from not loving the way that you could because you're still trying to control. Let go and let God. The fire's going to burn. The fire's going to burn. Um, if we just allow God to, to transform our hearts, um, you know, our mindset would be different. We would still be the same person, but our mindset and our perspective would be different. And I just want to let you know that there's an invitation for everyone today from God's word. Um, whether you put your faith in Jesus for the very first time or renew your commitment to him, according to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Jesus said, come to me, all you who care, who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. We have been saying this um, throughout the, this entire conversation that God loves you and wants to give you a fresh start. And we'll be honored to pray for you. Please consider contacting us via our website, 716emumc.org, and click on the prayer request. Also, we want you to let you know, with your ongoing faithful support, to paypal.me backslash 716emumc. We continue to help people take their next step towards Christ through our social media, through our podcasts, and we're looking to expand into um, a brick and mortar uh, physical building and also our website. We also help people through our EM 10% initiative. Um, and we give 10% of our monthly donation to local and global communities in areas of disaster relief, medical support, food insecurities, human suffering, and education. And uh, yes, we want to uh, just reiterate to you again, Jesus loves you. He paid a great price for you. You are valuable to him. He calls you according to his word. You are his special treasure. And we want you to know that we are praying for you, that you're so, we're so glad that you're a part of our conversation. And grace and peace be unto you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless until we meet again. Amen. See you next week.